This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a subject that we started on Monday evening. And that subject is pleasing God. We started by reading from the Gospel of John 8. And I want to read the conclusion of verse 29, when Jesus said these words, I always do the things that are pleasing to him. An incredible statement, Junie. Jesus always did the things that are pleasing to him. And we really believe... Him being the Father. Him is the Father, right. And we believe that Jesus is a pattern for our life as we live it here on earth. Nothing was done on his own initiative, and he always did the things that pleased the Father. And that's real instruction for us, because if Jesus, who was God himself, lived this way, how much more should we live in the same manner? We also read from 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, As he is, so also are we in this world. And the question we asked, and we'll ask it again, are we? Are we the way he was when he walked this earth again? And I think the most descriptive way of understanding our dependence upon Jesus is to read again from John 15 about the vine and the branch. Okay, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch, we're talking about you and me, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, let me just ask this. How many of us really believe that without Jesus, we can do nothing? Well, if you ever question that, just picture a vine and a branch. A branch can do nothing outside of what the vine provides. Again, dependence is so needed in our lives. What does the word dependence mean? It means getting support or direction from another. And for us, it, it means acknowledging the sovereignty of God. 
Again, powerful journey. Sovereignty is such a great word. We don't hear too much about it. No, sovereignty, the definition of that word, so that we'll have a greater understanding of what you're saying, Shelley, is an autonomy, an independence, a rule. It's a supremacy. It's a dominion. Right. It's a power. And are we allowing the sovereignty of God to change us? Are we yielding and submitting to God as our sovereign? And when we do, Shelley, Yeshua, Jesus, who's the resurrected Messiah living in us, will enable us to be more than we could be. Really? That's why we're called to be his witnesses. Hallelujah. How will yes. people know by the way we live? And so if we're living the way the Lord would live in this world, people would recognize that that was different. Really? You were Amen. kind to me. I didn't deserve it. Hallelujah. You know, we change everything around us and it's not us but it's the sovereignty Hallelujah. of God that we're yielding to to walk in another way of life really his and way really not our own really Jenny but in our natural mentality we choose to be dependent upon ourselves because you know we have all the answers of course well that's a lie there's freedom when we become dependent upon the Lord, that brings liberty and that fulfills the purposes of God in our lives. And we need to remember Jesus's words. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And what you're saying, Shelley, is the exact opposite of what would lift Jesus up. <laughs> really? In other words, what I think what I want, what I feel, what I desire, rather than saying, Lord, what do you think about this matter? Enlighten my soul. Lord, what do you want from me? Speak, and I desire to listen and obey you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, what is it that you like or dislike? And I know, Lord, your ways are higher than mine. Please show me. So it really is, Shelley, entering in and walking in a new way. Hallelujah. With the sovereign. Yes. Being in a real really. relationship. Really. It makes me think, Junie, of my salvation experience, which <laughs> you were there with me, when I stood to a call to be like Paul and Silas before I even accepted Jesus. You didn't stand to the call, Shelley. The Holy Spirit kicked the chair out from under me. That's okay? right. And Very I big. stood to be like Paul and Silas. And I, Paul is such an incredible figure, the, other than Jesus, the outstanding man in the New Testament. But when he was struck down on the road to Damascus, when we read in Acts 9, the first question after he said, Lord, who are you? Paul then said to Jesus, Lord, what would you have for me to do? He immediately became dependent upon Jesus. And Shelley, I have to remind you, when the Holy Spirit kicked the chair out from under you, and Arthur said about the call, 
to be a Paul and a Silas. You questioned who was Paul and who was Silas. You knew nothing about the scriptures. And sometimes if our heart is hungry for truth or hungry for the sovereign to reign over our lives, we need the reality of knowing. We might not understand. Hallelujah, that's right. We might not even know what... He wants from us, Mm. but we can ask him and the power of the Holy Spirit will operate like it did in your life. You found yourself with a chair knocked over, leaning against the wall, standing to a call that you didn't understand. So sometimes that's why the scriptures say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So pleasing God is something that we might not even know where to begin, but Yeshua, Jesus, Hallelujah. knows how to transform yes, us. Yes, he does. <laughs> so we need to lean upon him Amen. and Amen. abide in him and trust him. Amen. Well, we left off yesterday saying, well, let's wait with Romans 15 till today. So now it's today, and I'd like to read the first three verses from Romans chapter 15. Now we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to his edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, The reproaches of those who reproached thee fell upon me. That's a quote from Psalm 69. But again, if we're going to please God, we're going to end up doing things that are right for other people and not just take into consideration our own welfare. And the reproach of others fell upon him. And you know, Shelley, sometimes when we do what is right, or we do what is pleasing in God's sight. That might happen to us. Yes, it's true. And remember Mother Teresa's prayer that I read. Really? That if people accuse you of having a false motive, still give them your best anyway. Really? Give the world the best you have. You know, forgive Do what's right. Hallelujah. And I think it's um, worthwhile for people who are listening to this to go to ShellyAndJuneVolk.com to our website and listen to yesterday's program where I read Mother Teresa's prayer that's pleasing God on Tuesday because it's very powerful, Shelly. It changed my life. Really, really. Well, as a follow-up to Romans 15, 1 to 3, let's look at Second um, Corinthians 8, verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus, that through, though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Again, Junie, what we're talking about, is a sacrificial lifestyle that pleases the Lord. He sent his son who lived a sacrificial life. And out of his poverty, he has made us rich, really rich in the things of God. And even practically, Shelley, because your call was to sell what we have and give away to the poor 
and follow the Lord, to trust him for everything. And I remember one day when we lived in the trailer on the farm in Minnesota, and the Lord said to me, why did I say, June, if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me? Why did I sell, say, sell what you have, give away to the poor, and follow me? And you know, Shelley, I couldn't think of a reason why the Lord said that. And the Lord said to me, because if you have something, you don't need me. But if you give all away and follow me, I can supply all of your needs according to my riches in Christ Mm. Jesus. And we're in this home today, on the radio today, recording today, because we obeyed God and he was faithful to his word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I do want to thank you because you are always faithful. When you speak, you bring it to pass. You don't lie. We might exaggerate, but not you, Lord. So we want to thank you for your life. We want to thank you for your word. Jesus. We want to thank you for watching over us and keeping us for 45 years in you. We praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.